Hi, I'm Julie Mackin, and we are speaking of social justice. I want to start by kind of describing the moment that we're in, apparently, in Australia. Well, first, let's start globally. Let's start big. And apparently, for the first time in our history as, well, frankly, human beings, we have globally spent two and a half trillion dollars on weaponry this year. Two and a half trillion dollars on finding out ways to kill each other. Imagine what we could do with two and a half trillion dollars. Like we could probably eradicate poverty, certainly deal with the climate challenge and make the transition to renewable energy. We could do a lot, but we've decided, no, we'll put that money into the um, objective of killing each other. So that's globally what's going on. Locally, what's going on is for, again, it's a, it's a bit of a historic time on this front, $400 billion on three submarines. That's what we're going to spend in Australia. And to do that, we're going to knock out a lot of our kind of more pedestrian, you know, bush, bushmasters and the traditional kind of modes that the army use, particularly when they're helping us in climate impacted kind of crises. So we're going to get rid of all that because now we're going for the very big, these submarines have been described as the Ferrari. Um, We're used to driving a very small V-dub, but now we're getting a Ferrari, not that we know how to drive it. $400 billion there. And we're also talking a lot about, oh, sorry, and finally, just in that mix, the other problem with the $400 billion subs, the three subs that we're getting is to do that, to make them work, we're actually kind of handing over the running of our defence to various US consultants who we are paying millions of dollars to come to Australia and tell us how to keep ourselves safe and no doubt themselves safe as well. So there's a really massive loss of sovereignty going on, a huge transfer of sovereignty from us, in this instance, to the US. That's the moment we're in. And because of that, and because of the ratcheting up of conflict in our region, I want to talk about an idea that is a very kind of old-fashioned idea, but one we haven't heard a lot of lately, and that is armed neutrality. The idea that Australia could actually declare itself neutral and be armed in order to do that. Armed neutrality is a thing. It's uh, recognised by the UN. It originated from the 5th Hague Peace Conference in 1907 and the 13th Convention on the Warfare at Sea, an amendment under the 1949 Geneva Convention. There is such a state, a recognised state, as armed neutrality. If Australia decided it is in our interest, because we are committed to peace, because we are committed to building up coherence and resilience in our region, we are going to declare ourselves neutral and we are going to arm ourselves accordingly. What that would look like is, the first thing is, we would actually have to spend a great deal on defence of Australia. Defence of Australia militarily, defence of Australia in terms of cyber warfare, defence of Australia in terms of being self-sufficient with critical resources like oil and food and things like that. So we would have to prepare for the fact that Australia could be completely isolated and we would be pretty fine even if we were completely isolated. Australia is one of the few countries that could actually do this. So 
Arm neutrality is what it says. It is a nation armed against attack, but we are neutral. And the neutrality comes in where we declare that we will not join any country in a war against any other country. That's what makes us neutral. We will not join wars against the Middle East, wars in Afghanistan, wars in Korea, wars in Syria, as we have done over the last uh, 50 years. That's what it would look like. And I think that's a really exciting proposition. But the challenges are numerous. But the major challenges are we would first realise how much sovereignty we've lost because, frankly, the US would not allow us to do this. Just want that to sink in for a moment. Secondly, we would need to change the way we see ourselves as a nation. Since the wars of colonisation, we have always looked to more powerful countries than ourselves to protect us. We've looked to Britain and post-Second World War, we've looked to the US. We are not used to standing on our own two feet in this regard. So it would really challenge a sense of who we are as a nation to say, no, we are going to stand on our own two feet. That is an extraordinary challenge to our imagination. And finally, armed neutrality would demand that we have a level of capacity and leadership to build relationships in our region that understand our safety is best preserved by having deeply respectful, mutually agreeable relationships in our region. That is relational work. It's not chest thumping, it's not the drums of war, it's kind of quite frankly, what I always see is women's business. You know, how do, how do you make yourself safe when you don't have physical power? And right now we don't have that kind of capacity either, but we could have. If we thought it was important, we could have. And given the cost of war, given the obliterating suffering and carnage that is war, we should be thinking of everything we can do to avoid that kind of outcome. So please have a think about it. Arm neutrality, it's a thing. Mm-hmm.